1: Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a Storyglass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts. Contained herein are the heresies of Redolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I study the secrets of the divine plagues and uncover the blasphemous truth that ours is not a loving god and we are not its favored children. The heresies of Redolf Bantwine, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Awkward Sex in the City. Um, for anyone that's new, uh, just it's gonna be me and I guess when we talk awkward sex and how it's, you know affected our lives and it's funny and it's interesting and sometimes it's sad. Um not this episode is at all. This episode, I have Odd from Odd and Rags of Frau pow podcast, which you should go check out. They're on More Banana Podcast Network and it's a great podcast to listen to. If you like awkward sex, you will like Frau pow And I'm not even gonna tell you that much. Like we talk about a lot of shit that's like really interesting and learned a lot and I think you're gonna have fun and like I think you're gonna start asking yourself some questions.
0: have you, like, made out with anybody lately? And I'm like, no. Like, we're (laughs) together all the time. Like, no, only you. Only you. Because everybody tells me that I'm not straight enough or I'm not gay enough or I'm not queer enough. And just, like... It's, like, like, why? Like, why? Why does it matter? It's all fluid. Like, it all changes. I feel like I get more gay the older I get. Let's go
1: straight straight to the heart of it then like first awkward sexual experience like not dating like sexual experience
0: so i was like trying to think of this on the way here because um i am a pretty awkward person okay cool In general just like general being and i'm very attracted to awkward people that's like my type is like tall lanky like, a little bit socially awkward. Like, not enough for it to be hard to interact with them, but, like, enough for it to be endearing. Okay, okay. That's if you meet If you meet my partner, you would – it's, like, 100% my M.O. Anyway, <laughs> I love making out with people. Big fan of making out. mm mm-hmm. um, But especially when I'm drunk. And my sweet, sweet partner is very self-conscious um and doesn't normally like PDA in general. Mm. Um, but when I'm drunk and I like want to hang out with him, I, I'm like I am so obsessed with you. Like I have to make out with you on this bus like right now, and that's when you know Aww. automatically. Way too drunk.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, and is he cool with it? Is he like yeah? He's like
0: uh, like he knows that means I'm too drunk. Like maybe we should settle down like a little, and we're gonna go home. And I'm gonna make you some food. <laughs> Aww, how did you guys meet? Um, so we met when we were in both living in Istanbul. Oh, um, fuck, that's yeah. so cool. Why
1: were you in Istanbul?
0: It sounds a lot cooler than it actually is. Um, so we were both <laughs> uh, studying there uh, during college. Um, I hate Florida. Um, so I did everything I could to not be there. Um, and so and then he was there because he studies Middle Eastern history okay um and we were just happened to be at the same school um studying and I thought that he was really cute he um I like hung out with him like saw made sure I like saw him every day um probably for like five months and he like still didn't understand that I liked him that
1: is fucking adorable so
0: cute and I'm like kid. Um, And then also one night I got really drunk and I was like, I really like you. Like, let's go dance. And my partner is sober. um, So he was not drunk. Um, And then (laughs) he was like, "Okay." And then I immediately turned around and made out with a girl. And he was like, I'm getting like some mixed signals. Uh (laughs) And like, well, you see, (gasps)
1: both can be the same like yeah exactly
0: but i also i just love to make out with people mm -hmm. has no reflection on how much i like you
1: (laughs) does he let you like make out with people now like can you like go just like go make out with people like if you're yeah
0: the other day actually he was really cute he was like like have you like made out with anybody lately and i'm like no (laughs) like we're together all the time
1: It's like, no, only you. Only you. Also, not he lets you, but it's like no. it's a conversation, it's like an open. like Oh, situation. yeah. Okay.
0: We're pretty like open. I don't think we've ever been like, oh, yeah, we have like an open relationship. But mm-hmm. I think we're both like, you know, if anything happens or like you want something to happen, as long as you're really smart about it and we talk about it, like. Communications here. Communication, but also we're both very introverted, so the likeliness of that ever happening is like very small. <laughs> it's like slim to none.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that. How long have you guys been together now?
0: Um, we have been together for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Married for two.
1: Oh my god! Congrats. Yeah. Do you ever, like, because I've been with my guy like about four and a half years now, and I feel like I get a lot of questions, especially with this show. They'll be mm-hmm. like, well, how do you get, how do you make more material? And it's like, first off, like, do you just not know like human beings? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter how long you've known someone, like, things can still get awkward and weird, and like, oh, absolutely. Juices come out of awful places. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: This isn't a sexual encounter, but my first awkward interaction around sex was. When my mom was talking to me about my um, boyfriend at the time um, in high school, and she wanted to ask about if we were having sex or not. Mm -hmm. Um, God, I'm already cringing. And and her way of asking that was, "Um, so are you doing any heavy petting? Oh. (laughs) And I was like, like immediately, like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. (laughs) No, well, it's just,
1: like, such a weird word. It's, like, that's such an like, old-school word, too. Oh, Like, happy petting, like, necking. Like, what, necking
0: like, what does that even mean? mean? Ugh, it just makes me think of, like, I mean, like, an animal. Like, it's just, like... Yeah. That's also not what... If you're going to talk about sexual petting, like, I hope that's not how you... Pet someone.
1: No, no, I don't know. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) I mean, it keeps reminding me of like, um, like I had a lot of questions as a kid uh, because I'm pretty sure I just like walked into my parents all the time. And so I was like, like, like five or six was like, what is sex? Like, what is, what are you doing? What am I walking in on? And they were like, well, sex is when like, Two people, like, love each other and touch each other in a very special way. Like, that was their phrasing. Mm-hmm. And so my five-year-old mind was like, oh, okay, okay. So I, like, saying this out loud, I was like, I love my dog Benji. So when <laughs> I pet him, like, I'm fucking him. Like a, like, a nice heavy pet. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Like, like, you can't use, like, nondescript words with, like, kids and teenagers when it comes to sex. No, it's- absolutely not. You have to be, like, accurate or we don't know what the fuck is going on.
0: Exactly. Like, I didn't really understand what fingering was until, like, high school. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty normal age But because, like, my mom, my parents called it, like, petting. Not that we talked about sexual petting at the dinner <laughs> table, but, like, you know, like, I didn't really understand what that was at all or what yeah. that even entailed. Yeah. And even when I
1: thought I knew what fingering was, I just thought it was just, like, jabbing fingers up. The hole that I knew of, ooh,
0: ooh. yeah,
1: no, that's not fun for a no, lot of people. For anybody, yeah, that's a Whoo, that's fun. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so um, do you mind if I ask the first time you had sex?
0: Sure. Um, I was nineteen. Okay, I think so. In college, um, I was dating this really huge man, baby, who is a huge cunt. So, um uh yeah. And it was it was actually pretty good. I mean, it's good for a first time. As I think it could be, but he is also an asshole. So,
1: is he still an asshole?
0: Oh, absolutely. He's just now a balding man baby. I love when they bald. Yeah. Like you deserve it. Oh,
1: a lot of like the popular dudes in my my year in high school all like went bald the year after high school and I was just Ooh. like that's beautiful. That's all that extra tr-
0: testosterone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it yeah it was amazing.
1: It was so like I'm just like reminiscing. It's I like so, ran into one like- of them once and I was like mm-hmm. yeah you were awful to me. Great. You have no hair anymore. Great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay what made him a man baby though besides just like His general being, obviously, but like anything specific?
0: Well, so um, two things. One, he was an extremely picky eater. Like he would only eat plain pasta. Like plain pasta, like no butter, nothing on it. Plain pasta, Mountain Dew, Skittles, (laughs) Starburst, and like takeout pizza. Like so like Domino's, Papa John's, like Mm. not like. Actual no, like, pizza, pizza. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's pretty much, like, the end of his diet. What attracted you to him? Um, Well, he was tall and lanky and a little socially awkward. <laughs> and he, like, checked all my boxes. Oh, my God. And he was, like – and he, like, played guitar, and I was, like, oh, my God, he's so cute. He's, like, so nerdy. Oh, my God. Um, But then also then he turned out to be just sort of a dickhead, and somehow we ended up dating for two years. <laughs> Dude,
1: it happens like I'm all like, the time.
0: How did that happen? I think, what
1: were you doing for two years? And it's like the t- it's two years too. Like I had I had a man baby for two years, a little bit older than nineteen, which I'm like more embarrassed about. But it's just like <laughs> there's something about like no, you're like you're just gonna make this work. Like this is like this is when your parents say like relationships are hard. Like this is it. And it's like yeah. no, this person just actually just fucking sucks.
0: Sucks. Can't take ownership of their like stuff. Like mm-hmm. just like don't blame me for you. Whatever you're doing wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not my fucking fault. Or, like, he was also obsessed with, um like, sports. And that's, like, not my jam. (laughs) Like, I like sports. They're, like, fine, whatever. But I'm not obsessed with them. Mm -hmm. Do not expect me to, like, have season passes or go to all the games with you or, like, where. I'm not, like, I don't have sportsmanship. Except for my own team. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So... No. And so that was like the only thing he wanted to do. And one time for my, he was like visiting me for my birthday at college and he like needed to go watch a football game while he was there. And I was like, ugh. That was early in our relationship. Ugh. Did you guys
1: end it or did he end
0: it? I ended it. And then we still like fucked around for like a couple months. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And, then he became really emotionally and physically abusive, unfortunately. Um, and then I was like, Bye, I'm gonna like leave the country. And then I moved to London. So
1: You lived in you moved to London? Yeah. Oh cool. So you've like like gone everywhere.
0: Yeah, I've like done some stuff. I basically worked the college system so that I would be able to pay Florida tuition and go somewhere else. Um because again, I did not want to be in Florida, and also I was poor. So yes, <laughs> yes, I'm very impressed by this. I would have
1: like I never thought of doing that in college. Like they they made it seem like it would cost so much money to do mm-hmm. that. I'm impressed when people like do it and do it that much. Um, sex in other countries. Mm -hmm. better different the exact same
0: the exact same (laughs) humans are humans humans are humans um but before i started dating um my partner tyler um i like was like kind of like being like oh maybe i'll like date someone who's turkish because we're living in turkey i was like maybe i'll just like come look cool and you know i'll live here and it'll be great um and i quickly learned that in turkey you um basically if you make eye contact with a guy for more than like 5 seconds they're like oh my god you're my girlfriend oh my god <laughs> it's like very intense um their like dating culture um and i you know i'm not into that i can barely decide um how i want to like present my gender before I leave the house, much less, like, want to date someone. <laughs> yeah.
1: That you literally haven't talked to. Yeah.
0: Um, so I made out with a lot of Turkish dudes, and then they, like, immediately, literally within, like, after I got home, probably within an hour, they would be, like, friend, like, relationship requests on Facebook. Wow. And I was like, oh, no. Abort, abort, abort.
1: Because <laughs> I was, like, for a long time, like, that was key like yeah. if you had the relationship status which i have never had i've never had a relationship status on my facebook um one because of shitty dudes and two like once i like was dating someone that was like great i was like well fuck facebook like no one needs to know my life anymore right, exactly um that's interesting that, like, dating culture was so intense. Like, I guess yeah. I would have never assumed that. Um, I would assumed it was, like, all the same for some reason.
0: Oh, no. But I'm a dumb baby
1: when it comes to different cultures.
0: <laughs> no, that, I mean, I don't know why you would know that. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's super intense. And they, like, are very almost, like, possessive,
1: Ooh, no, you know, no. and especially
0: because I'm white. You know, and so I'm like, different. Uh-huh. Um, And I used to have, like, long blonde hair and, like, much more, like, femme presenting. Um, And I think straight passing. Um, And they just assumed that I would be down for, like, whatever. Like, hand-holding, maybe getting married next week or whatever. And I was, like, not. Nah, like, we made out. Like, let's, like, chill. Like, that's it. Cool enough. your tits.
1: We had enough fun. No more.
0: That's it. When did you
1: decide um you wanted to uh, be more aware of, like, your gender, if that makes sense? Like Yeah.
0: I don't know. That's a really good question. It's a, I think it's a hard question, it's too. It's a really hard question. But sort of looking back on it, I was like, oh, like, I've never been one to, like, I, first off, never really wanted to be called anyone's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I hate that word. Um, and I, I just thought it was, like, I don't know, maybe I was being, like, really radical feminist or something, and, but maybe it has to do with gender, just, I've never identified as, like, a girl, um, and that that feels really complicated to say, because I feel like it oscillates just, like, with, like, sexuality, Mm -hmm. um, and, but I identify very much with, like, femininity. I'm not a very, like girly girl person mm. um but i love the strength that comes with femininity um and i also have a degree in gender studies, so i think that probably helped a little bit <laughs> uh, um and just kind of learning about like the performance of gender and really how fucked it is and like the socialization of it and i think at the end of the day i really wanted to be seen for myself as an individual rather than as a woman. Yeah.
1: Because you're um, right. Like, everyone's just like, boy, girl, boy, girl. Like, that's, like, the first thing you see.
0: Right. Exactly. And I hate when I – so, again, I think this goes back to my personality. Like, I'm very obstinate and I hate when people tell me to do things. And I hate when people label me because I'm like, well, fuck you. That's not how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that being labeled like that made me feel like I couldn't do certain things.
1: No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I'm like, well, that's not – I don't want to be held to that standard, so I'm not going to be like that. I also have Mirena, um, an IUD, and I've not had my period for like four years. So I think that also helps sort of like thinking about – it sort of helped me kind of take space from that part of like being a woman
1: yeah that's actually a really good point because i also have a marina and Mm -hmm. i also have not the past few months and i think it's stress related i've seen like like droppings yeah but it has changed and again it's all about like whatever your hormonal like genetic makeup is like it may work for you it may not like i there was actually like um I'm in a couple of, like those like Facebook groups where women were like, I'm now getting cysts. Like I'm getting mm-hmm. like I'm getting so much weight, which I've gained like 20 pounds at this point on Marina. But mm-hmm. I for the most part, I'm like, oh, this is so worth it because I don't see my period. I don't get major cramps. I don't have like three days in a row where I am so aware of my hormones and emotions that it's you feel like you are becoming the stereotype that everyone has told you about women and it feels so unfair. Like Mm -hmm. there is way more control of your own body that way. Um, But again, like it doesn't always work that way for people. But like you're saying, it's it's taken a lot off my plate that I didn't know was on my plate until like I ate it, like like, until like it was like on.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm just like thinking about this really recently uh, because people have been asking me about my gender identity which is it's really, gonna be
1: annoying it's kind of
0: i don't like answering it typically um this is gonna sound kind of mean but i usually defer people to rags i'm like they'll be like what's what are what are your pronouns and i'm like message rags i don't want to talk about it
1: and that's fair Speaking of your podcast though um mm-hmm. i love do you mind explaining it a little bit to like the people listening
0: sure um so i'm a co-host of Frau pow um where my um, my co-host Rags and I, we play roller derby together. Um, and in roller derby, we were used to having a lot of these really like sensitive conversations about typically like taboo topics, mental health, physical health, racism. Um, and then, I don't know, we just decided that we wanted to sort of start sharing those conversations with other people. Yeah. Um. So it's basically what it's about. I love that.
1: So is there like a good way to ask someone's pronouns without being like kind of a, I always feel like I'm being an asshole when mm -hmm. I'm like, what are your pronouns? Like, what do you want to go by?
0: Um, So I think just asking is fine. But also I think we all need to be in in the habit of um, like when you're introducing yourself, just saying them. Okay. That Um, makes sense. So be like, oh, I'm odd. I use they, them. Mm -hmm. Nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh, hey, Natalie, she, her. Yeah. And just so like, people typically reciprocate that. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Instead of – because I know it is super awkward to ask someone for their pronouns. And I, I also am on the other side of that there. I will not correct people, um, which is mm. why Rags is usually with me. And then um, she over-genders me so, <laughs> <laughs> in front of people, like very rudely, which is amazing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's what I would just do. That makes sense because i I would get I get way too awkward in correcting people, and I can only imagine what it's like when you ask people.
1: Because I I'm always afraid that it takes away what someone who wants to that not wants to identifies as non-binary mm-hmm. wants. It's just like you don't want to all of a sudden put their new identity as their sole. Identity. Yeah, exactly. And so, how to stay away from that and in a respectful way, but also making sure like that they know that like you know, like Mm -hmm. like you're not ignoring it. You're not gonna be like blatantly like she her she her. But it's like no, I hear you. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't want to make it like a thing. Yeah, exactly.
0: You're not othering in a good way or a bad way. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's like a tricky like line to walk. Yeah.
1: And I wonder I'm assuming it must be harder in like not cities, like
0: oh absolutely kids that
1: are dealing with this now, like trying to figure out their sexuality and their their gender identity and even just understanding like that you get to choose. Like I feel like there's a lot of conversations where it's like you don't get to choose. Like it just is what it is. And it's yeah. like, no, like it's your fucking body. It's like your fucking brain. Who cares? Like exactly. It doesn't affect anyone. If you're like, I don't identify as a boy or a girl, or like, oh, no, I want to identify as a boy or a girl, like, it doesn't matter.
0: Exactly. And I think – well, I think it's really helping, A, that we have the internet now. That's Mm -hmm. not just, like, for ASL stuff. Oh, yeah. I did a lot of ASL stuff. Me too. Uh, But – like there's actually a lot of like support out there and a lot of information which Mm. is really cool um and then also like people like jonathan jonathan van Ness and sam smith both have recently come out as non-binary um but they use he him pronouns which Mm. i think is really awesome um and I think that a lot of pieces are being written now um, by non-binary people saying, like, you can be non-binary and look however you want. Because I know that for me, it's a really big struggle um, because I I don't really have, like, a single aesthetic. I sort of just wear whatever. Um, and it's not technically androgynous. Like, sometimes I am really, like, femme. Um, and also sometimes it's, I can't really dress I can, but it's a little more difficult for me to dress masculine because of just my body shape. Yeah, your body type, yeah. And – um, but I can look however I want to look. And people are now sort of, like, saying that to other people in the internet world. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great. So I'm hoping that helps, like, the little, little babies of, like, tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just talking about the internet. I feel like yesterday with a group of friends of, like – Twitter and, like, how it's given everyone a voice that wouldn't have a voice and, like, that's caused, like, you know, the Alex Jones of the world and it's caused, like, some, like, weird hate stuff coming up. But I honestly at the end of the day think that the internet has been more good than bad because how could you – I don't think we'd get where we are now without it when it comes to a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think especially for the LGBTQ plus community, because those people tend to be so much more isolated. And also, it's so hard sort of grappling with these feelings that are super undefined. Like, I'm not like, oh, I only really like the color purple. So I have to like be this Mm -hmm. like it's there's so much uncertainty in a lot of things and being able to like talk to other people who might feel that way in another part of the country or the world um, who might also feel that way and feel isolated I think is really incredible
1: yeah especially because like when you said like if you 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 love purple you can only be this thing I I keep getting this feeling that like now that like nine binary is getting way more not press, but it's being talked about now mm-hmm. that it's turning into this new like box that it's like no, if you're non-binary, you have to look androgynous, you have yeah. to do this, you have to do that, and it's like
0: absolutely no, you
1: don't absolutely stop telling people that. Um, so I'm glad to hear that that there is this like there's this talk of like being able to understand way more.
0: Yeah, like sort of like a pushback against that because I think that everybody sort of expects non-binary people to look like sort of like Williamsburg like hipsters that wear, like, oversized clothing and, like, Mm -hmm. buzz their heads, Mm -hmm. and it's not really like that at all. I mean, I think that sometimes I try to overcompensate um, because I'm in a straight-passing relationship that I, like, try to, like, make sure that my physical appearance is more, like, alternative Mm -hmm. and can be read as queer um, because I, I am very... Self conscious, I think sometimes about that. Yeah, um, and I feel like I like have to like wear a shirt that's like it's not what you think, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I think
1: I think it was either you or was it Rags that was like your like when I talked about realizing I was white. Bi- it was you, okay. It's true though. Like, so I'm obviously very like f- feminine looking, um, straight passing relationship. Realized I was by, like, in 2014. Didn't really start talking about it until, like, this past year or so. And it is, like, especially, like, when Pride Month happened, I was just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to step on anyone's toes, toes because I haven't, like – I've lived, like, a hetero – life and like you don't want to take up
0: space and then you start to feeling like a fraud and it's just like and queer people honestly i've had a lot of bad experiences oh i'm so sorry with people being like well you're in a passing relationship so that means that you're in a straight relationship like also fuck you like you have no idea you have no idea like never assume anything about anybody but also like the community is supposed to be inclusive yeah yeah. And bi people, I think, have it the fucking worst because they're being – everybody's like, well, are you gay or are you straight? Like, if you're dating someone that is not the same gender as you, then you have to be straight. So then, like, you know, then you're not really bi. And there, you, I am always questioning, like, my sexual orientation. Yeah. Even though I know. But because everybody tells me that I'm not straight enough or I'm not gay enough or I'm not queer enough and just, like –
1: it's it's like why? Like why? Why does why? it matter?
0: No, and I'm glad you said that too,
1: because I'm constantly questioning it to this day that I'm like, Oh, did I speak too soon? Did I jump the shark? And then like I'll see like a there's be a girl that I'm like really attracted to. And I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm bye. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Like
0: And also if you want to to identify as not bi later on, like, well, that's totally fucking fine.
1: That's also true.
0: Like, it's like it's it's all fluid,
1: like, it I all mean, changes. I feel
0: like I get more gay the older I get. And, like, luckily, Tyler jumped in when he did because I'm like, after that, I was like, I'm told him if we break up, A, I don't understand internet dating because we started dating before that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And B, like, I don't want to date men or white men, especially. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I I love my boyfriend so much, but we were again because we had friends this, over this weekend. I was talking about how like I dated so many shitty dudes before Aaron, like so many, like yeah. they're all so shitty. And I was like, on, like I was like, Aaron, you did. The bare minimum, and it was enough. (laughs) Which sounds terrible. I was like, you get what I mean, right? Like you get, like you get what I mean. But it was just like the bar has been set so low that it's like, yeah. Like if me and Aaron broke up, like I don't want to be at that low bar anymore. Exactly. Where I feel like if I dated a woman, it'd be a totally different type of relationship straight out the gate. Yeah. Like just like,
0: I mean, there are shitty women out there too. I'm sure. True. True. Of course. I I haven't made out with any of them, but uh, (laughs) I'm sure that they exist. I mean, I have plenty of friends who have told me some. Crazy stories, but it, and we're older, so maybe that doesn't apply anymore. Right? Right? That's yeah. how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With age comes knowledge
1: and experience, experience and, like, experiments and, like, mm-hmm. you just learn and you just learn a lot. Do you <laughs> feel like as you've become more empowered by your gender identity that it's empowered you more in your sexual identity?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think just getting to know yourself at any level and sort of taking ownership of a part of you um, without being told that's a part of you Mm -hmm. is really powerful and kind of uh starts affecting other like parts of your identity um i mean i have i mean i'm have been sort of out as bi um if anybody doesn't know that already surprise um (laughs) you know for probably as long as like as you have and um but sort of um, coming out as non-binary or whatever I want to sort of call myself, um, is like in this past year has been like really empowering and just being like, I can be whoever I want to be and I can really be attracted to whoever I want to be attracted mm-hmm. to. And like, I don't really give a shit about anybody else. I don't know. It's like kind of felt yeah. like, like people talk about when you get older, um, like, you know, when you turn forty or fifty or sixty, like you just suddenly stop giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. I just sort of felt that way. Um, I mean, I'm still very insecure about most other things in my life, <laughs> um, but I just suddenly was like, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. But also, I'm in a like relationship, so I have that sort of, I think, backup security. Mm-hmm. Um, But you know, just being like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I can sort of. Be the person I want to be and do it with whoever I want to do it with, I guess. Like, yeah. Um, so they're sort of related, but sort of not. But I think it's just about like owning parts of you. A follow up question yeah. Has it changed sex? I think that's a really good question. Um, Cause I was thinking about that. Um, and it's kind of hard to answer a little because also, um last year I had a breast reduction. So okay. I think that also changed a lot. Yeah. Um so I used to be um a 32 H. Holy is, fuck, yeah, those are big. Yeah. Um I feel like those are painful. I I mean I still go see a chiropractor. I have a lot of back problems. Oh. Um but um so I think that that also sort of like really got me more in touch with like my body. Mm-hmm. And so in that way it's like changed sex and changed like I think also sort of started this exploration of, like, my gender identity, like, because I wasn't connected to these things that everybody could see that were overtly, like, sexual to society. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I then had, like, more freedom to sort of explore who I was, whether that was, like, my clothing or sex or pronouns or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because especially with clothing, like, I sometimes don't think people that identify as dudes um, realize how easy they have it with clothing. Yeah. Like, at, with gaining weight from my IUD, my boobs are bigger now. I don't know my size. I Every time I've been sized, they say B36. When I've been 130 pounds, I'm now 170 pounds. And it's like, there's no way that I'm a B motherfucking 36. I like, just wear, tell me the truth.
0: I just wear bralettes. I, like, refuse to get measured again.
1: I just, like, don't wear bras anymore.
0: That's fair. Also that.
1: But then I, like, I had an issue this summer with uh, swimsuits where I just did not feel comfortable. Yeah. Because um, they just didn't feel, like, secure. And then I went to Target and got, like, an actual, like, I went through a shit ton of of tops. And finally, it was a cup. And mm-hmm. it was, like, very secure. And I was like, oh, is this what I've been missing? <laughs> like, this feels amazing. Because um, I also get very pissed off at how much bras cost. Like, I think that's why I Oh, absolutely. Unfair. Especially a good one, like a good one that you're really sized like accurately. Yeah, my bras like were like fucking yeah,
0: like ninety dollars minimum.
1: Yeah. especially like the bigger you are, yep. the like the more um expensive they become, which is just bullshit. And they're
0: all nude colored.
1: Mm-hmm. And then it even goes further than to bras. It's like only like people, small chested people can wear these type of styles of shirts and yep. Um, big chested can only wear these styles, and I, of course, like grass is always greener. I've always found small chested women to be like so hot. Like oh, I think their abso- style is like gorgeous. Absolutely. Like what they get to wear. Yeah, and you don't like. I just don't get that like opportunity because they're they're big ones. Like yeah. they're at least. I think they're D. I've been told by a friend who has M boobs that she thinks they're bigger than D's.
0: I think also like so my boobs are really wide. Mm-hmm. Um, so I they look like. They people tell me, oh, like they're like a C, but they're not like because they're wide. Mm -hmm. Um, They are definitely bigger than that. I'm not going to find out how big they are. (laughs) But also now I can wear button ups, which has I think that was like a big Mm. part of like it was super like gender euphoric and like style euphoria for me, like being able to wear like a button up. um, I love a good like men's button up with like short sleeves and like mm-hmm. rolling up the sleeves
1: oh i can totally see this with like like
0: bonobos or however you say it which yep. got like probably like baby flamingos on mm-hmm. it like- oh absolutely that's like super up my alley mm-hmm. um or and i wear a lot of like collar pins i'm yeah i, <laughs> it was I love it super i think that was like really affirming to me and my, like, surgery had a lot to do with that.
1: Yeah, because when you have big tits, like, you get that stupid, like, space so right here, Or they pop open and now it's become very sexual and you're just yeah. like, no, and no one will tell you because they're afraid to tell you. I know. I can't tell
0: you how many times i would like, gone to work and I, like, had to dress up. So you dress up. It's, like, always you have to wear, like, a button up or whatever. Mm. And then I would, like, get to my desk and my shirt would be, like, open underneath your boobs, you know, and it it, no. like, popped open. And they're uh-huh. like, how long has that been there?
1: Right, it's like shit in your teeth. Like, why? Why didn't you just tell me? Like, it would have been so much easier for everyone involved. You just told me, but then they have to admit that they were looking at your chest. Yeah, it's also an issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I have a question for you. Sure. So, I I was thinking about um, like how I realized I was bi. I don't really know how that ever sort of. It wasn't like a light switch. I right? like sort of one day it was just like, oh yeah. I remember I had had um, a dream about Rihanna. Good dream. And we were on one of those, um I don't know if you've ever been to DC and on their metros. They oh, have yeah. like
1: I'm from Northern Virginia actually. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So yeah. they um you know, they have a couple of stations where the 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 escalators are super, super long. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a dream (laughs) that she was eating me out for, like, the whole length of, like, a really long, like, escalator ride down into the metro stop. I, like, don't remember anything else. You don't need to. That's amazing. Um, But I, like, woke up and I was like, hmm, yeah, probably. You're like, that was fun. And I was like, yeah. And I, like, think I just, like, came around to it. And the other day I realized... Like saw a meme on the internet about like oh I realized that I was bi when I liked like this cartoon character instead of like the male like protagonist oh or right whatever. yeah like they
1: like Nala instead of Simba yeah or, like
0: and I realized I was like huh I was like I think I had a crush on Jasmine and Aladdin yeah Jasmine was hot mm-hmm, I that was. Killer. I dressed up as her for Halloween and I'm like, that was like not like an admiration thing. Like I had a huge crush on her. Uh,
1: I so is the question like, how did I realize? Yeah. I it was after awkward sex has become like a thing, and there's just way more talk about like sex. And I was not like having more sex too. Like I felt like more like in it. Um and I went to go photograph a friend's comedy show. And one of the comedians. Uh, Who was a lady? I just like could not take my eyes off of her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I was like, holy shit. Like, I am attracted to her. Um, She also, she's more masculine presenting, kind of has like a Justin Bieber vibe. Like, Uh, and I still to this day have a crush on her and like Erin is aware of it and I think she's aware of it. Like, (laughs) Even even better. She listens to the podcast. (laughs) I actually haven't had her on the podcast or on my show in a long time because I like, I get so nervous around her like, and she's so sweet and she's so funny but she'll like touch my shoulder and I'll just be like, (laughs) like I can't, like it's too much and then I kind of like forgot about it. Like I was like, oh yeah, like have a crush on like so-and-so and And then started dating Erin and then it was like, it just, like, started, like, I could just – I work at Trader Joe's, and so, like, we're right next to LA, LIU University, mm-hmm. and their female, female soccer players come in all the time. Oh yes. And that's, like, my type is, like, soccer player just, like – any gender, soccer player.
0: Mm-hmm. Give me great thighs. Give me great stems. Like, that's what uh, I want. Absolutely. I mean, also, like, I just realized I'm um, after watching the recent soccer games that they run, like, sprint fucking eight miles or so, like, during a game. Yeah.
1: Soccer is it's so excruciating because they don't stop for, no. like, 90 plus minutes. And their legs are... Perfect. But that's just kind of like I realized like one of the soccer players was like flirting with me and then I was like, oh, like I'm into this. And then I was like, oh, right, right. Like because you're bi because like you are also attracted to this. And then then I just hit a point where I was just like, I feel like I'm lying to Aaron not telling him. Yeah. And so that's where it came out. And I came out very awkwardly in front of him and our friend Nate. And right before we were going to like a, a queer dance party, during pride month like i guess it was two years ago i think i can't remember now and then we didn't talk about it and he was like what, what does this mean like a week later he was like you, what does this mean and i was like oh like i still so love you i just like yeah this I is just like, like what's happening and like it's yeah. been really cool and like really great and i'm really glad that like i told him and like now tell other people
0: yeah i think that was pretty much tyler's response when i told him um i like sort of like came out like pretty slowly um and i he just was like, well, I don't really know what that means. And like, are we just like, are we still dating? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, he's like, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. But also I think what like talking about bi stuff, um, there comes like this issue, well, not an issue, but like people in the community get really sensitive around like bi versus pansexual.
1: Well, I also always was wondering, yeah. will bisexual, like the term be phased yeah. out? Because it implies just two genders.
0: Yeah. So for me, I just like buy better because I like the word better. Also, the flag is better. It is uh, a very pretty flag. It's a very pretty flag. I like the colors. Um, I don't like the word like pan. I mean, I know it means all, but I think it's like little. But I just like take buy as like an b- umbrella term for me same. personally. Because I was thinking the same thing too. I was just like
1: it. I don't want anyone to think that it means I only think there's two genders and that I would not be attracted to someone that represents or um, that is trans or non-binary. Like, no, all is great. It's more the same thing. It was just like that, I guess, was a term that I grew up with for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And when I realized it, that was the only term available.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, But yeah, like, uh, yeah, pansexual has like a weird sound to it for some reason. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't flow off the tongue as well as bi to me. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, like I totally, I totally get what you're saying, and I, yeah, I, I hope no one ever thought like would think that like no. there's so many genders, like yeah, yeah,
0: of course. I usually just tell people I'm queer because it just like covers all bases, and mm. then it leaves them like guessing; they can figure it out. Yeah, that's smart. Um, I also have a friend who, um, recently came out to their mom, and um, they have a very um, they're from home, and so they have a very like conservative family, um, and. Um, they said that their mom now um, plays this game with that's called "Let's Let's Guess Who in the Room is Gay," and so their like family has to fit like figure it out, and you know, then they don't say anything because it's awkward. It's my new favorite thing. Like, guess who? Guess who in this room is queer?
1: <laughs> what a what a way to be um, supportive. Yeah, in a conservative family. Yeah. yeah. We're on the other side yet again. Um, I know you loved it. How could you not? Go like and subscribe and go like and subscribe to Frau Power podcast as well. They have a new series on their podcast called Immigration Series, basically about people that have immigrated to America and what it's like. Um, it's going to be very interesting and it's going to come out in September. And I think you guys should take a listen. Bye, guys.